Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining me today on Hope for Today. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about, hope. Hope for your life, hope for your family, hope for your friends. Uh, in our life right now, this lifetime, uh, there's a lot going on. Thankfully, we're coming out of this pandemic, it looks like. Um, looming wars, different things going on, but I am filled with hope. And I want you to be filled with hope. And I have a friend today that is filled with hope as well. And this is Jennifer Evaz. And Jennifer, welcome. Thank you. Thanks I'm really for, glad to be here. Thanks for being here. Right. Uh, I've known you for a few years now. We do ministry together through Young Prophets International. I've uh, been to your church. You, you're uh, our church this weekend in Texas. Had some incredible miracles. Uh, you flow in miracle signs and wonders. It's, it's exciting. When did that start in your life? Well, I, I think it's always been there, but it has definitely grown over the last um, five years or so. And I think it's supposed to. You know, we go right. from glory to glory. Sure. So uh, to me, it's just a marker of um, just moving in the right direction. Yeah. And wow, what a direction. Amen. Fantastic. And such a great communicator. Jennifer just knows how to uh, pull the Word of God apart and make it applicable to your life. And our people were enriched. I was enriched. And also, you just wrote a book, Inner Healing. Healing and Deliverance Handbook uh, says hope to bring your heart back to life. I told you she's a person of hope. It's a beautiful book. I read it in one setting. It took me a few hours because I'm a speed reader. So normally I could read a book like this in an hour. Uh, but this one I took several hours because I was like, okay, wow, I know her. This is big. <laughs> this You had told me parts of your story, but you laid it out. What uh, led you to write this book? Where did it begin? I actually didn't intend to write it. I wasn't planning on writing it at all. Um, the story began to unfold in my life, and it was just so um, hard to believe, hard to wrap my ma mind around that I thought, certainly, this is something I'm going to keep in my circles. I'm not going to put it out there. Um, you know, my memory started coming back. Sure. I had gaps of time growing up that I couldn't remember anything that happened. So I, I had a narrative that mm -hmm. I thought was pretty rough already. But um, this narrative actually took on a whole nother storyline when my memory started coming right. back. And that's when I started facing some issues that I couldn't resolve in my life. And right. I, I started facing them. And I guess I was ready. Yeah. I was ready to, to see things that that I couldn't see until that time. And so I started this journey and this process and um, and and then some some memories came back where I realized, you know, I uh, there, there were people that I forgot about who were helping me even in the most horrible times that I was having that because I'm remembering all of what they did for me, I decided to write the book in one person's particular in their honor and write it exactly as candid as I could. Okay. That's awesome. So yeah. for this book, because for this audience, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, everybody needs to read this Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook mm -hmm. by several of them. I did I pass them out to my friends. What person is this written for? It's your story, but who would you say this is for? I would say it's for the person who is is dealing with a very difficult um, uh traumatic incident that is like they don't know how to resolve mm -hmm. or somebody who is dealing with even far worse, uh, such in such as my story uh, or dimensions of my story where you're dealing with complex trauma, 
very traumatic uh, upbringing and history and just don't feel like you can be a whole person. Right. You don't feel like you can move on. This is the book for you. It is going to get you past all of those hurdles and it'll show you that it can be done. Right. Yeah, that's incredible. You you do mention trauma in here a lot, which mm -hmm. a lot of uh, Christian writers don't really address. No. I don't know if they weren't traumatized, but uh, trauma is real. What is, kind of break it down, what is trauma? Okay. Um, well, one of the things the Lord has gifted me is the ability to language things right. that perhaps we haven't been able to, to language before. And I, I'm trusting that's what's happening with this book because we do experience it. I know that we, we've encountered it. We haven't been able to define it or explain it. Um, and so the best definition, the clinical definition is when you experience an incident that overwhelms you right. and you can't put it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so what will happen is you'll develop uh, either mild to severe PTSD. You'll start reliving the memory right. again and again and again. You get in a car accident. And every time you get in a car after that, you remember the accident. Some people, they can't even get in a car again. Right. Some can't drive again. Some, every time they get behind the wheel for a while, they start having flashbacks. Right. That's, that's kind of an idea of it. And then there's even far worse. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, th I think uh, several things in life can traumatize us. Back in 2020, in August, I contracted COVID, was in the mm -hmm. hospital, nearly died. Didn't like that. The next May, I was in Costa Rica and nearly drowned. And then things got blurry for me. Right. So I had to go to a counselor, a therapist yes. to yeah. help me with trauma. That's the first time I really dealt with a trauma from something that wasn't my childhood. But interestingly enough, it triggered things in my childhood. Wow. So trauma is a real deal. I remember growing up uh, in the church and the counseling wasn't looked upon favorably in yeah. Christian circles, really, no, not the ones I was in. Uh, it was, you know, let God take care of it. Just go to an altar. Let's talk about why we need help like this book that really is, I think, is fantastic for a group to go through. Mm -hmm. But a ther I think therapists would, would grow with this book. Why is it important to talk to someone to do work like this book says to do? I think a, a lot of times we take the promises of God and we put the instant on right. it yeah. and we value yeah. instant healing, instant deliverance. When many times there's a journey and a process right. attached to it, it's not like you're not going to get there, but how you get there is going to vary between individuals and circumstances right. and also what the Lord decides to do. Uh, when it comes to trauma, because it actually is brain damage. Yes. I mean, for you to keep revisiting something in your yes. head again and again and again, that's brain damage. Mm -hmm. Something's trapped. Something has hasn't moved through a process and resolved. Uh, so with something like that, you know, you, it's going to take time right. for your brain to heal, your heart to heal, and all the lies that you have to resolve in, in you know, connection to that trauma. And, and that's a lot of it. There's lies, mm -hmm. we believe, right. that, that, you know, Satan just takes advantage. He, he doesn't play fair at all. No. You know, he, he strikes you and then he puts a lie in to trip you up. Uh, it's process. And that's where we have to get comfortable with that uh, most people have to go through a process until they reach, you know, uh, John chapter 8, 36, whom the sun sets free is right. free indeed. That's, you know, that's the end point. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, so there could be people listening today that have experienced 
intense trauma. Mm -hmm. I think anybody who's traumatized, their trauma is intense to them. Yes. Because it's it's, uh, debilitating to their life. So they've experienced trauma. I think on some level, our whole world has experienced trauma going through a pandemic. You know, this yeah. is traumatic. Yeah. Everybody knows somebody that's been really sick or, or they've lost people. Several friends died mm-hmm. uh, of COVID of mine. That's traumatic. Mm. So I think there's a lot of trauma in the world right now. What kind of hope can you speak to someone who hasn't even started their journey yet? What would you tell them? Well, the reason they haven't started their journey is because they're not ready to okay. face it. They don't have the tools. Maybe they don't have the support. Right. Things have to be in place, and the Holy Spirit is so good. Uh, he has a way of forcing the issue when He knows you're ready. Right. If He brings up your past, it's because it's in the way of your future. So He's going to bring it up, and then it's about uh, finding a pathway to mm-hmm. start healing. You know, for me, I started putting circles of people around me, accountability. I brought an in inner healing deliverance ministry into my life on a much deeper level. Um, I brought in a professional Christian trauma counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, I started learning how how to put things in place to cover me right. when I knew I was, I was going to head into a rough season or a rough, you know, I was starting to face things and I, I just kind of knew how to do it. Right. Um, this book will help you with your process and it'll also show you that you, that there is somebody in front of you who's healed from the worst of the worst. I'm literally my trauma counselor's worst case. Okay. Do I look it? No. But I'm her worst case. And so and she had 15 years of experience. And so it'll put something in front of you that if this person can get over it at that place in her life, then you can, too. Um, You know, it's kind of like I liken it to the man who beat the four minute mile. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like mm-hmm. to me. I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna beat the four minute mile, and now there's gonna be people coming afterward that will do the same or better. That's incredible. That's that's. Thank you for sharing that because mm-hmm. you know I've talked to people. They're think they're too old or they've had too much life to heal. Like you know, this would just mess me up more now. I'm like, are you kidding? I don't care how old you are, how much trauma you've had in your life, wherever you're at. Uh, I remind it, uh, remind people of when you go to a mall. I mean, malls are universal. Uh, you're not sure where you're at, and you know what store you want to be at. There's a kiosk usually. Mm-hmm. So if I go to the kiosk, I'm like, oh no, I should have parked on the other side of the mall. That's too far. I'm just going to stand here. No, I start walking. Mm-hmm. X marks the spot where you're at. And sometimes we get discouraged when we see where we're at. We realize the trauma, what we've been through in life. Like, hey, this wasn't right. This wasn't normal. This wasn't healthy. Don't be stuck. Right. I mean, what would happen to you if you decided to just be stuck with it? You you can't be stuck with it because, because what happens with trauma, uh, deep trauma especially, mm-hmm. is that eventually it will collapse you. It is, right. it is uh, spirit, soul, and body, and you will not be able to carry the weight of it. Eventually you will collapse under, under that because any part of you that is aligned to the kingdom of darkness, that's trauma. There's lies. There's lies involved, and you're not healed, and so you're an open wound to be oppressed. Right. So you... You are going to have to deal with it eventually. By the grace of God, we haven't collapsed. Right. You know, but there will be fruit of that trauma in your life. You repeat things repeat around you when they're not whole. It's a very weird, strange thing. It's yeah, it's it's cyclical. Um, And so thank God, uh, the Holy Spirit will will actually start to move you through that process. Um, You'll see people, they'll get sick. Mm -hmm. They'll come for a healing meeting and everybody else will get healed. But they're not because that 
that he, what needs to be healed is attached to trauma. They got medical studies on this now. Uh, there's a secular book, body, The Body Keeps the Score, mm-hmm. talks about physical issues that are linked to childhood issues. And, you know, and so you'll have physical issues. Um, you'll have a way of thinking that you pass on to all your family members. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will connect to people with the trauma. You'll have trauma bonds, not right. even realize it. And so if those things aren't broken, uh, you begin to experience the fruit of the demonic kingdom and not God's kingdom. And so the Lord wants to resolve that with you. But he, but I, people need courage. They, yeah, need, they, they need courage. They need to know that they can make it and, and really face some real pain. And actually get over it. And that's where I think we get stuck. We don't think we're going to make it through that pain of healing. It's surgery. When you're talking about uh, childhood trauma, it's not isolated of one person in the family is traumatized. It's a dysfunctional family unit that usually protects the dysfunction and covers the trauma. So people who are wanting to break out of the trauma, usually the family is one of the last places to get the right support. Right. The family of origin. How do they deal with that? Well, you just have to make a decision um, that that, um, wherever Jesus is going, I'm gonna go. Go there with Jesus, that's good. You have to trust that. And I can speak from experience that it, it is so, I, it's so worth it to get healed because you see the fruit of the kingdom. Right. Uh, plus, there's areas of peace mm-hmm. that I never, I never thought I would ever experience. Um, you know, there really is a rest in restoration. Right. You know, there really yeah. is. Wow, that's that's good. So, you stepped out into your unknown, uh, started having these memories come back, and I remember just a few years ago when you started stepping into this. It was kind of scary. It was horrifying. Yeah, it, was it was horrible. You're you're facing a, a nightmare. A little. Right. I called it a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I said this is a living nightmare, and you know, without getting all the details, you start realizing all the areas of your life that are presently impacted mm-hmm. by a nightmare that you didn't know was there right. because you blocked it out because um, you literally couldn't face it, and and you know, just having to take every day, sometimes moment to moment, and trusting the Holy Spirit that He's going to walk you through the, the valley of the shadow of death right. and bring you to the other side. And somehow, some way, this is going to work out. And I ha- he, he, he will speak to you. He will encourage you. He will say things to you that only God could say. Mm-hmm. And that's what I experienced the whole time. This book is full of things that God spoke to me. Right. You may I may not have said God said, but right. it's full uh, of yeah, things definitely. God spoke to me. It was so clear. And um, it was very brave of you to write this book because you told a lot of secrets. I did. Uh, on one side of your family. You exposed it all. My wife and I were talking about it last night. And she said, you know, what would you feel like if you were Jennifer right now? You told all these secrets on all this occult practice, this uh, sexual abuse. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, tons of stuff. And you don't know who all those people are that are connected to the family. Uh, She's a public figure. She's Mm -hmm. out speaking. She's doing stuff. She said, you know what? After all she's been through, I don't think the bullets would work. (laughs) (laughs) She she said, God is using her so mightily to release people from captivity. I think he's one of her favorites. I believe the same thing. (laughs) But you put yourself at risk. Yeah, we had had to answer all those questions behind the scenes. Um, I I got lots and lots of counsel on what's the best thing Mm -hmm. to do. And we decided visibility was better. Um, I truly, uh, this book, you will feel it when you read the book. I I am very well processed. So it's, uh, there's, you won't hear vengeance or or outing 
people i can't even remember like like majority people that were connected to into right. all of this to be honest with you um but but to really find a place of forgiveness because you have to and that doesn't come instant um that's the only way you can write a book like this right and 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 also trust be able to to feel like god's protection that is all i have i have god's protection i, f- I feel like it's there and i have a team of people that are around me and so that's that's all i can do it's enough yeah I mean, it's enough yeah it's enough unless you're gonna live in a bubble yeah. and you're not because now that even this book coming out i think it's a, a great promotion for the ministry god's called you to mm-hmm. uh, of exposing darkness yeah and it's a, it's incredible again it's inner healing and deliverance handbook um fantastic Fantastic! Uh, you were the inside cover of Charisma magazine. It's it's uh, what what are people saying about it? What's it doing for them? Uh, they are saying that that this book is is bringing well a lot of things. It's bringing up things that mm. were there, um, but it's giving them a roadmap. They're right. saying just like you, they could not stop reading it, could right. not put it down, and I'm hearing the impact literally every day, multiple times a day, um, uh, probably more than any of my other books. My other books have right. done very well, right. uh, but this one is it's it's doing something to people, and so. I, I'm grateful because uh, it took a lot to write that, and I, I only did it because I knew it would have the impact. Right. And I think it comes at the perfect time. Uh, and our uncertainty in our world has triggered a lot of things in people. So I just want to say thank you for being brave enough to write this and then brave enough now to live it. Uh, before us as really a, an ambassador of trauma and healing. Yeah. I mean, that's really what you are, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, you're known as the praying prophet. Uh, how, did, how did that come to be? Well, I, I always was an intercessor. I love prayer. Mm-hmm. That was like the first thing that I gravitated toward as a spirit-filled believer was prayer, intercession. Um, as I, you know, got into full-time ministry alongside my husband, um, I started having these encounters. <laughs> it was just strange. Uh, this, this little praying mantis that would mm-hmm. often find this thing on my doorknob. Wow. Um, and strangely, I started dreaming about this praying mantis. And then I started doing conferences about prayer. And I noticed that we'd have praying mantises showing up at wow. their buildings. And I thought, what's with this praying mantis? And uh, years after the fact, after I noticed this reoccurring thing, uh, someone said that the the word mantis means prophet ah, in okay. the Greek. And those those little, <laughs> those little animals, little bugs, can be brutal. They they have they're they you know they're ready to fight. They are, and, which is you. Yeah, they're yeah. ready to fight, and I don't care how big you are. Yeah. Um, but and, and I began to realize that God, in His very unique, creative way, mm-hmm. was was branding me. Mm-hmm. And as and so I just picked it up, praying prophet. Well, um, I, I think it got you through a lot of tough times in your life. Yeah, and now. It, brings deliverance to other people's lives. Yeah, I mean, it's all about intercession. That's that's our first ministry to the Lord and everything else is the outflow, right. you know. Okay, we're going to we're going to shift to a part of the world, okay. Australia. I know you yes. have a heart for Australia. Yes, I do. Could you speak some life into Australia right now? They've been through a tough time in this pandemic. Uh, yeah, they have. And some friends of mine just went through the flood oh, right. uh, over there. And so uh, sent some relief uh, to them and just how recently. How do you go to Australia? Well, when when uh, things were open, I would go at least two times a year. Okay. I've, I've got two two um uh two hits into there in just a couple months. Right. I'm, I'm going to be right. be there again. Um, it, and so... 
there a while back uh, before before COVID, probably about maybe six months. I could be wrong on the timing, but it was roughly about there. Uh, I had this really powerful dream, and in the dream, I was shouting over Australia, "The Lord wow. fights for you. Wow. The Lord fights for you." Well, about two weeks later, fires broke out mm. all over Australia, mm. and I'm like, "Wow, you know, God has been speaking." Um, but why wouldn't He speak to someone who prays for that nation? Exactly. You know, if you're praying for a nation and the Lord's led you to that, He's going to speak to you over that nation. He's going to speak hope. Right. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm a realist. I mean, if God has something to say that maybe isn't, you know, what I want to hear, I, I'm very real about that. But I, I haven't found the Lord to be that way right. uh, in the majority of circumstances. And he speaks hope. He's fighting for Australia. Um, I do know that he's um, really revitalizing prof- uh, the prophets and mm-hmm. seers, that seer anointing. They have a strong dream realm over there that the Lord wants to capture and equip and train so I'm concentrating there right now for those reasons. Well, as you were speaking, I just saw a vision of Mm. Australia and they're moving. This book Mm. is going to move them. Uh, Their history even is traumatic. Yeah. How the whole nation and the indigenous people, I mean, just all of it is a, a, a traumatic story. I believe this, uh, I just saw it. It's going to shift to the right Amen. towards God. Amen. And so I'm excited about what you do in Australia and the world and Europe. Just, uh, you're ready to travel again, aren't yes. you? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so Jennifer, I just want to say thank you for Inner Healing, Deliverance Handbook, Hope to Bring Your Heart Back to Life. That's a beautiful line. And so if you feel like your your heart is uh, has died, you've, you've lost some of your heart through trauma, some of your heart through this pandemic, this is the book for you, Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook by Jennifer. And I want you to get several copies of this. Well, Jennifer, thank you for being a part of Hope for Today. Thank you for your friendship and for your input into the kingdom of God. Thanks so much for having me. It's a real honor. Being a praying prophet. I love that, the praying mantis. So yeah. thank you for being with us today. Have a blessed week. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.